Hi, family. Thank you for meeting with me on the porch once again for our last episode of June. I would say that this episode is special. They're all special, but this one is special, especially because it wraps up our month. And if you listen to the first episode, I talked about how different this is to be so transparent and open and honest about my truth. It's new, it's exciting, and it is scary. I want to thank God. Y'all know the drill. Thanking him for another day of life, health, and strength. An opportunity to bring together, to talk, to love, to share, to comfort. But I also want to take time to thank you. You that's listening. You that's listened to the first episode or the second or the third, or maybe this is your first episode as the fourth one. I wholeheartedly appreciate you for giving this girl a chance to hear what she has to say. Because at one point, I didn't believe my voice was important and that I should speak on things that come to my mind that are put on my heart. I don't believe that to be true now, but I want you to know that your listening encourages me to continue. And I plan to do so. I plan to continue to talk, continue to read. As long as God gives me my voice, as long as I feel led to do so, I will. I want to ask you two favors. The first one is that you simply stick with me. I see us reaching new grounds, new heights. I see us becoming those people we're so inspired by. I see us inspiring people. And we're not just reading books to read books. We're reading books to learn and to help us grow deep down internally. And if we're going to be out here influencing people, we have to do it in the right light. My second favor is that you engage with me. I have an Instagram and I have a Twitter. And one of those things about being super young in this generation is that you find yourself visiting those apps a thousand times a day. So it would help if I visit the app and send you a message, whether it be encouragement, a question, an answer, a story, whatever, I welcome it all. And if I said anything at any point in any episode that touches you, I ask that you share it. I want us to be a community that grows for anybody that's welcoming and accepting to us. Towards the end of the episode, I will be releasing the name of the book for July. So you have plenty of time before the next episode to get it, to read it, to learn, to get your thoughts together. I can get my thoughts together and we can bring it to the porch because that's what goes down on the porch. We talk about it. We get into it. But let's wrap up the details and the wisdom that Pastor Mike had to give us in relationship goals. Here's the conclusion. So I'm not married and... As of recently, I don't even have a boyfriend. So a lot of the things that I talk about or a lot of the things that I learn are just, you know, perspectives, things that I can't really put into action. And you know how it is. It's easier said than done. So I have a ton of things that, oh, I'm going to do this when I get a man or I'm going to do this when I'm married. I'm not going to do it like that person did it and blah, blah, blah. But you really don't know until you are in the situation. So I don't want to say all this that I'm going to do and be this perfect wife and this perfect person because that simply doesn't exist. But if I can have the necessary tools so when the time does come, I can go inside my toolbox and pull out my hammer, right? To knock them issues out the way, right? (laughs) But seriously, I hope you bought the physical book 
or if I hope you're actually following along with me on the book and not just listening to what I have to say, because obviously I can't talk about everything that he talked about. We'll be talking for hours, but I feel I will need this book to reference back. So when the time does come and I am feeling super angry or super impatient or whatever those situations that happen in real life, whenever those times come, I can, you know, go back and refer and say, okay, well, this is what he probably met in real life and not in just theory. And although I'm nowhere near marriage, I do think that I'm on a path of preparation so that I have space in my heart. I have a capacity for him to welcome him, to love him, to adore him and do those wifely duties. Because it's so crazy that the word love is so short. It's literally one syllable, love. That's it. But it's so much bigger than that. It's it's so intricate. It's so many ways of expressing it. It's so many ways of feeling it. It's so many ways of seeing it. The word love should have been as long as the word supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Like, for real. Because that's how complex it is. Whatever the most complex word is, that's what love should have been. That word. (laughs) We already know in order to win our relationships, we need to know how to do relationships correctly. And then we need to do relationships correctly. Because it's one thing to know how to do it and not do it. So, knowing is one part and doing is the second part. And you're probably saying, well, duh, obviously. But let's be real, because sometimes we can speak the amazing things. We can speak all the right things. But do we do all the right things? But anyways, we're not perfect. People are people, and that's not the point. The point is, in order to win, we have to identify what people need as people. Not all what they want, a want and a need is different, but what they actually need. And for one, you don't have only needs in romantic relationships. You have needs in all types of relationships. People need patience. People need love. People need understanding. And people need consistency. At the last episode, chapter 9, Pastor Mike and his wife talked about what a man needs versus what a woman needs. And you'd see that a lot of things that we think are wants are actually needs. For example, ones that stood out to me. We all know that back in the day is known for the man to be the provider and I think the independence of women how somehow diminished that concept and when you are a woman that expects a man to provide then you can be maybe mistaken as a gold digger and that may be the case it's not a nice term but there are some women that manipulate and try to take advantage but there's some that genuinely just believe that it's a man's job to provide and not alone but for him to have ambition the same way that men need sex is not just a desire that men have but they actually need it they, they were built to so that a wife shouldn't withstand from sex pastor mike and pastor natalie actually talked about that a wife shouldn't use sex as a reward to her husband and sometimes she may have to do it even if she doesn't feel like it Like I said before, I learned tons. Some things I can apply now, some things I can't, but so look forward to it in the future. And I hope that my future husband has already read this book, that he's already taken the initiative to do so. But if not, I'll be more than happy to slide it to him, along with my other favorites, because we need knowledge to win. I really appreciate Pastor Mike and Pastor Natalie, and other pastors like them, that's so relatable to this generation. 
Because while we're so attached to culture and the cultural way of things and living, we need God. But we may not have the guidance because if we do have godly people in our lives, they're probably elders that are so stiff in their ways, which is not always so relatable. And if we can't relate to it, how can we apply it? I think Relationship Goals was the perfect book to start our journey on because it literally maps in order how relationships should go. And if you with me on the first episode, we know that relationship starts first with God and ourselves. That we learn God, we love God, we build with God. And in return, we learn to love ourselves, to build ourselves up, to be literally our people's goals. Before we desire anybody else, before we want to make anybody else the light of our world and our hearts and our love and give them our devotion, we have to do that same for ourselves. Because let's be real, sometimes we neglect us. As crazy as it seems, we wake up in this body every day, we feed it, we shower it, and we somehow manage to neglect it. It doesn't make sense, but it's very true. So my next book will focus on exactly that. Finding your purpose, not relationships, not lovers, not friends, but finding God, learning God, learning yourself, how to identify things that maybe aren't normal, maybe things that you've rationalized as just how you are, but really that's the trauma talking because we, we know how we be. That's just how I talk or that's just how I act or, you know, I'm just distant just because no. It is reasons. I don't know about any of you. And not to discredit culture. Culture can be helpful in a way. There can be light in anything. But there can also be darkness if you allow it. So throwing out culture's expectations, culture's ways of living when it doesn't serve and suit us in God's way. I have the perfect book. If you've reached this point of the episode, then our time together on the front porch has come to an end. This was a bit of a short episode, but I feel we said all that was needed to say in the past few weeks regarding the book. Again, I enjoyed every moment of it. And as promised, I do want to release our book for July, which is To Hell With The Hustle by Jefferson Bethke. Again, To Hell With The Hustle, whatever that means. But we'll get into it starting next Tuesday. I will be posting, of course, the book cover as well as tagging the author on my Instagram, which is I am Demetria Lee, also my Twitter handle. The book is available both in physical copy as well as audible for listening convenience. Don't forget to get your copy and look forward to hanging with you on Tuesday. Bye.